guys welcome to my podcast my name is nani and i'm so excited to introduce you to the cozy girl corner think of this as a space where us girls can wind down literally on a friday night and chat about any and everything from self-care tips to being a woman in business or being in the corporate world to life love we're going to be talking about it all here I will be your main host and every month I am going to be introducing you to a new special guest on the show that will share so much wisdom with you guys. I'm really looking forward to this. This winter, join me every other Friday night in the cozy corner and don't forget your bottle of wine. It's going to be good. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Cozy Girl Corner. My voice is sounding a little rough today and I promise you do not have to deal with this in the next episodes that are coming up. Um, But I feel right now the entire world is sick this winter and of course I'm no exception to that so bear with me. So just a little background for those that don't know me. My name is Nani. I'm 27 years old. I currently live in New York City and I have been establishing a career in the beauty industry for the past five years. And I've also been pursuing my master's along with being a full-time dog mom and just juggling a lot. So I feel like at some point I had to develop a really robust self-care routine to stay afloat and not lose my mind with everything that's going on. Hence my self-proclaimed self-care queen title. And truly, this is not just something that's trending for me. It's actually a lifestyle. I've always been like this since like college. So this is like a part of me at this point my first tiktok to go viral was the one where i was in my kitchen dancing in a robe with a wine glass in my hand i was super excited because some dinner that i had got canceled um but i wasn't sad i was like I was happy because I was like, I didn't want to go anyway. So I was just glad I didn't have to get dressed and leave the house. It was like February. It was going to be freezing. So since that night, I decided I refuse to go out on Friday nights anymore, especially not a Friday night in the winter. (laughs) Miss me with it. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my top three tips for a perfect Friday night reset. And then my friend Jasenia, owner of Javela Jewelry, will be joining me later to share some tips and routines. As a small Black-owned business owner in New York City, I absolutely love her. We've been friends for years now. Her vibe is always just so magnetic. She's amazing and she's also a great jewelry designer. You guys have to check her stuff out. I'm wearing her pieces right now, so of course you'll see that in some of the little snippets that I post, but she'll be joining us later on the podcast. So let me get into some of my Friday night reset routines. So here's how I came up with this whole Friday night reset routine thing, right? I know a lot of people are down for a Sunday reset, but honestly... I just feel like Sunday is too late. If I try to do a complete reset on Sunday, I just get more anxiety and I feel like I'm rushing and overall it's just not a relaxing experience. So I decided let's do the heavy work on Friday 
all my self-care routine everything needs to be done on friday and then over the weekend i'll just do little things to ensure that i'm keeping up with the heavy stuff that i did on friday and these are some of the top reset tips that i have this is what i like kind of follow every friday that i want to share with you guys and of course you can customize it to your entire routine i find that this always works for me I will mostly make time to go out with my friends on Wednesday or Thursday and right now my social life is kind of just at a standstill because of work and school. I have four-hour classes every Tuesday and Thursday night so by the time I get out it's like too late to do anything. Um, so now I've just been reserving Wednesday night to go out with friends and sometimes I'll do Monday but it depends on like what my work day looks like and if i have enough time and energy after work so if tuesday and thursday i'm in class if wednesday i reserve to go out with my friends or on dates or whatever wednesdays are like my free days and then like friday comes around of course i'm gonna be burnt out and i'm just not gonna want to feel like i can even manage to do everything and i just don't think that's healthy i was still trying to keep my social life afloat still going out on friday night still just doing so many things and i just realized it's not sustainable i was starting to feel very burned out and that's when i decided listen i would like to start reserving my friday nights for me time and that's when i found that after really incorporating that friday night reset into my routine i just felt like i had not only so much energy for the following week but i had so much energy on the weekend too like i could wake up saturday morning i could go to brunch i could do whatever i needed to i didn't mind going out on sundays either because i didn't have all this anxiety and i didn't have like any sunday scaries so that's just like how i kind of planned out my week to ensure that i can stay afloat and that i'm not burning myself out with everything that's going on all right, so let's get into my tips. These are the top three for me, and these are the essentials. I really could share so much more, and I eventually will, but I feel like these are the three that you need to start with to have a great Friday reset. So let's jump into the first one. The first one, don't judge me. I don't know why this is coming first, but I truly believe you need a good bottle of wine and a go-to meal that sets the tone of relaxation for you. So for me, that would be my Bartonura. I don't know if you've ever had Bartonura, but that's like a $10 to $15 bottle, super cheap, um, that you can get at any liquor store. But that's just, I love that wine. It's not super expensive, and I could like literally drink it every Friday and not get tired of it. And I also always get sushi on Friday nights. So this is my familiar meal that when I get it, I know that this is my relaxation time. Like once that sushi order comes i'm like yeah time to go into relaxation mode i'm in my robe already it's not too messy so it's easy to eat and i don't have to deal with the cleaning up after i don't have to wash dishes i don't have to unpack the dishwasher like it's just quick it keeps me full but not full to the point where i'm uncomfortable just like i can survive until saturday morning so yeah first tip you need a good bottle of wine and you need a go-to meal mine is sushi but whatever is easy for you that works all right so my second tip i always do a super intense skincare routine on friday nights and i'm talking about both body face 
even my hair like this is my longest skincare routine for the week i use all my serums and all my lights my olaplex buns just everything i take a long bubble bath and i put so many oils on my body that it literally feels like i'm resetting my entire physical self at this point and it just feels great. It feels good to know that I have the entire weekend to follow up with my treatments um, that I started on Friday night. And like I said, I'm not rushing to do it on Sunday. I have the time to like really just relax and enjoy these treatments and not feel rushed Sunday evening. So I always do a really, really, really long, super intense skincare routine on Friday night. And then my last tip, I'm kind of split in between like what's going on with my week for this one, but I'll still just give you like a general overview. So if it was like a super stressful week for me, I will literally shut my brain off and watch the most trashy reality TV or a good series that I haven't caught up on in a while. But if I have the slightest bit of brain capacity, then I'll do a Friday night brain dump. And this is kind of like a session where I'll plan my next week and I'll drop some ideas that I'm thinking of maybe for content creation um, or something along those lines. I don't flesh out the ideas though. I will wait until Sunday to do that because I don't want to feel like I'm in work mode. But just a minor brain dump so that I don't lose those ideas that's fine for me then of course i put a friday night tiktok out each and every friday because i feel like it's it's kind of a way to connect with my audience and it's also one of the reasons why i started this podcast because i just feel like it's 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 my night like i i just want to build a community around these friday night resets and it's fun so i'll put a tiktok out and then of course i'll go back into relaxation mode watch my show do my brain dump whatever i want to do that night I hope you guys enjoyed these tips and seriously consider joining me on the Friday night reset journey, at least through hibernation season, because no one wants to be out when it's like seven degrees outside. And with that being said, let's jump into this episode with Jasenia. I'm so happy for you guys to hear this conversation we had revolving around life, owning a business, love, unhealed trauma, and so much more. And I hope to see you guys next week, Friday, for Cozy Girl Corner. to start off with like a chairs toast yeah toast to what are we toasting to tonight let me think of something um because there's so much going on i I just want to say blessings honestly like Mm -hmm. even though we're in pursuit of certain things in our lives and in our journeys we got so many good things to be thankful for so cheers to the blessings cheers Cheers, boo do you want to talk about any routines that you really like to get into so my favorite routine that hasn't I haven't had the time for lately is making time to do pole or like go to the gym and things Mm. like that. But I make sure to, and there's these two simple things that I do every morning. But when I wake up for the first 20 minutes of being awake, I actually read a book. Um, Right now I'm reading this book called Grit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I'll put my alarm on and I'll read for 20 minutes. And then while I read or after I read, I have like a piece of fruit. So I always make sure like I have kiwis that I like or apples or, mm-hmm. you know, pomegranates, my fruit right now since we're in the cold season. But I definitely try to like have some kind of routine and moment for me to start my day, even Mm -hmm. if that means me waking up, you know, 30, 40 minutes earlier, just so I don't fall into the day. Because I realize when I jump into the day and then I'm just getting showered and getting ready, I'm running late all the time, some way, somehow. And I just feel like I haven't had a moment for me. And then by the time you get off work, like (laughs) I'm on the phone with people, it's just like, it's never ending. So I, I think a morning routine is, it kind of just helps me like kind of ground and center myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't meditate, which I should. I want to. That's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, because yeah. then I like, especially that early, I'm gonna, I meditate myself back to bed. Like I, I wake up like. What time do you wake up? Um, it depends on what the day is. Typically, my ideal wake up time every day, if it made sense, would be 5 a.m. Mm. That would be my because I just like how quiet it is, how dark it is. And, you know, just having that much time before people start waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I typically wake up anywhere between like 630 to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Talk to us more about Javella, mm-hmm. like your journey, how you got started. I know this is like your baby, your passion. Baby. So tell us more uh-huh. about Javella. Um, so Javella started off as Baijus. I used to hand make everything. Um, I uh, was trained as a bench jeweler. So mm-hmm. I would carve things out of wax, carve things direct to metal. I interned for a jewelry designer. So that's kind of where my introduction was. And then... Um, I decided I wanted to make jewelry inspired by travel. So I went backpacking um, 2017. And when I came back, I was like, by juice just wasn't working. Like mm-hmm. the, I spelled it B-A-I. So everybody was just throwing for a loop on the buy. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like juice, like my family calls me juice, but it's not something that's going to stick with me forever. I don't mm-hmm. see like, unless, you know, my, my cousin's probably going to forever call me juice, but like being 50 out in the streets, calling myself juice, juice. to mm-hmm. customers is like, yeah. So I renamed it Javella and I knew I wanted to manufacture. Mm-hmm. So I started manufacturing first in Kentucky and then last year I moved all production over to India. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Javella is so funny because I just, I was let go from my job in, um, June, end of June, July. And, you know, I, I, it was kind of surprising to me because I was like dedicated to my job. I loved my job. I was constantly like, how can I grow here? How can I be better? And, you know, I was kind of surprised to be let go. But then at the end of the day, like I had Javella and Javella, it only expanded, you Mm -hmm. know, and in this time that I haven't been working, I've been like more brought to like, you know, cause you know, you know, I experienced so much loss yeah. in the summer, mm-hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, I always have had Javella yeah. and Javella. I, I meet people through Javella. I grow through Javella. I learn how to be a businesswoman through Javella. I know how to be, give main character energy because of Javella, you know, cause it's like, if I'm going <laughs> to sell, I stand by it, you, you know, and, and Javella is unique. Like mm-hmm. the designs that I see within your jewelry company, I don't see anywhere else. 
So, like, especially, like, my little, your little, little study Mina. sets. Yeah. yeah, these are my comfy, comfy Minas. Oh, yes. Yeah, I have the, the Mina yeah. uh-huh. the Mina necklace. Uh-huh. And I get compliments on it all the time. Yeah. So, I definitely I point them to your direction and I say, this is where you'll find it. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, so I love that you uh-huh. have this now. And, I mean, I remember we were talking about, like, when you were let, let go from your job. And, of course, like, it was a sad time because i know how dedicated you were but then yeah. in the back of my mind i was just like what if this is god trying to say <laughs> this is not what you need to be doing uh-huh. i need your focus over cheers. here cheers uh-huh. cheers to cheers that, that. Uh-huh. Need your focus somewhere mm-hmm. else So I want to switch topics here Ooh. and go into a little bit about like how you really care for yourself. Like what, what does that look like to you? And I'm not talking like the, I do a face mask and yeah. I do a, a hair mask. Like I'm talking about what do you do to yourself to be kind and to right. be delicate and to like really remind yourself that. I'm that bitch. I'm that like, bitch. Yeah. I'm that bitch. Because I feel like a lot of people, even myself sometimes, I struggle with that. Like, yeah. I really struggle with saying... Really? Like, I-, I would love to know what you do to tell to remind yourself you that bitch because I feel like you that bitch. <laughs> 24-7. <365. laughs> I... I really lately I feel like I haven't been in that I'm that bitch mode and I don't know if people realize because I'm still like super active on TikTok but Instagram I've been shying away because I haven't really known like I don't know like I feel like I'm I'm trying to hide certain parts of myself but then also trying to show certain parts Friday nights is a big one I don't think people realize how much like they might think it's a joke with the whole Mm -hmm. Friday night thing but it's it's a huge deal for me just because one my job very draining like yeah. it's intense it does not I, stop it does not stop it will be mid-dinner mm. and this girl is on, on a call mid-dinner <laughs> and i'm on a call and yeah. i'm making drinks right right <laughs> and i'm trying to get rocco to stop barking right right so that that is draining um so yeah i I feel like the friday nights thing it's important for me to like stick to that because that's been that's been really my saving grace for the past like i don't know like year since i've been doing it yeah um and then i also feel like just the little things like talking to myself more kindly like just being kinder with myself and being like honestly you look you look fine like why are you putting so much pressure on yourself so be a little kinder and just like not rushing things too yeah Yeah. i think i've i'm very strategic in life yeah and one of the ways that i think of things is that i need to be doing certain things by a certain time so i'm just like shit i have two more years to get married and have a baby (laughs) and have a house and Mm -hmm. have like a white picket fence and everything and i don't even have the first half of that right i feel that where what are we doing here so it's a lot of pressure and then i try to tell myself it's not my timing it's God's timing, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah, I gotta just wait and see what He has planned for me. Right. I met this woman today who was like, "Don't say what I should have," you mm-hmm. know, because then it has like certain expectations. Because you know, we grew up thinking things are gonna be a certain way, and then we get out here and we're like, "Wait a second, it's not A B C. It's like st- you know, it's A D 
E-B. Like, it just is all over the place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're constantly figuring out, you know, the way that I personally try to, um, like, stay above or stay, you know, I, I check in with myself. I talk to myself a lot, like, mm -hmm. out loud. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> and it's fun. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, you might be. It's the, it's the dual persona for me. Right, right. Yep. Look, there's mm -hmm. more than one Jasenia. Yeah. Um, I, I talk to myself. What I started doing years ago is I speak into my um, laptop camera, mm -hmm. my photo booth, and I'll just talk about, I'll say the date, and I'll just talk about where I am, what's going on, and, you know, I just talk, you so know. So, like a visual diary. Yeah, visual diary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've been doing that since two. 2013 I want to say so you probably have a lot I have a lot and I can mm -hmm. see how I physically changed I can see just everything like you know where I was what was in my background so it kind of takes me to where I was at that point mm -hmm. um and I don't know I'm just I'm, I'm constantly I, I I'm in a like a it's funny that you're asking me this question because I'm in a really interesting space right now mm -hmm. like you know just my life again changing so much in the summer you mm -hmm. know and it's it's causing me to evaluate and one of the biggest things I realized this year that I'm trying to work through right now is like I was looking for other people Perfect. to define my value and it's people that I care about you know like my relationship it's like mm -hmm. what do I mean to you because then that tells me what I mean to me like or, or how special I am to you and then my job like how great of a team member am I like mm -hmm. and so to have to let both of those go simultaneously and sit by myself again. Mm -hmm. It was, it's just been like the first couple of weeks was just tears. You know what I mean? And then after that, it was just like having fun. And, and I, I feel like I, I still get validation from my friends and the mm -hmm. people around me. Um, but I don't know. I'm still, I'm still finding how to kind of keep that, that flow of things, you know, mm -hmm. like, just I think Javella again just empowers me. Like when all else fails, I just Javella. <laughs> I just design. I just apply for things. I just get things done on Javella's task list. And I'm like, if any, if anything else, I can. And I've separated Justenia from Javella, mm -hmm. and so Justenia kind of gets to hide behind Javella, mm -hmm. you know. And I get to embody that. And I don't know, girl. I'll just look for her. What are the top three things that you would want to impart on any new business owner yeah. or something that you wish you knew sooner into the game? Um, for one, if you if you love your name, if you if you love your company name and you stand by that, I recommend trademarking it, mm -hmm. you know, because again, like. Jasenia's out here figuring it out, but mm -hmm. like I own property, I own something that no one can take from me, and I, I actually had to hire a lawyer to fight for Javella, like because mm -hmm. there was another company with a similar name, and mm -hmm. it was just you know I either had to totally give up Javella's name mm -hmm. or fight for it, yeah. And I was like, and and it was a really hard um like uh, denial to reverse. But I was like, fuck it. I'm going to fight for it. And, yeah. you know, so I think fight, trademark your name, business banking accounts, mm -hmm. have a savings, uh, like a check-ins account for your business, a credit account for your business, mm -hmm. um, just so you can build a paper trail. And the third thing I would say, um, because I think I, I've definitely, my first production line, I spent over 10 grand on, mm. my, on my first production. I produced it all here in the U.S., 
I that was poured, in Kentucky. In Kentucky, mm-hmm. I poured all the money into it, and I probably made like three thousand back. I made no money, like, but I learned, and I flew mm-hmm. to Kentucky, and I met with the factory, and I felt like a boss, like mm-hmm. everybody showing me how. And I'm like, and so it's like I feel like I paid for college, but it was my own school. Mm-hmm. So I think mistakes are really important. Um, and so the third thing I would say as a business owner is like tap into your people mm-hmm. like really tap into why you do it because like i make jewelry because i love jewelry mm-hmm. and i've always loved jewelry but i really whenever i think and i create i'm like bro i'm not just doing this for me anymore like i'm doing it for everybody who's like ever purchased the piece from me who's ever like really believed in me and it's like we can grow from here like mm-hmm. and, you know now we're adding new products new lines like i sold t-shirts at one point and like people bought the t-shirt so it's mm-hmm. like think of you know own your name if you can trademark it bank it and get your money together and like just stand by your people that stand by you because yeah. Like, there's been so many people who've done photo shoots for me for free, model for me for free, mm-hmm. just because they believe in the vision, Yeah, you know? And not that we're, we're promoting free labor, but it's like, is it, it could be an exchange, but it's like, I don't know, I feed off people, too. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of what's helped me. So, um, we're going to pull these. You're going to pull a random card. Okay. So, I personally love these cards. I mm-hmm. got this during COVID. Oh, wow. Um, and this was when... I was contemplating starting therapy. By the way, mm-hmm. are you going to therapy right now? Or yeah. have you been in therapy? How do you find that it works for you? It's helpful. It's yeah. helpful. I had uh, I almost ended my therapy on the on Wednesday before our, our session. I was going to be like, she oh, you know, you got. Right? Uh, he. I, he. I was going to be like, you know what? This has been great, but I don't think we need to meet anymore. And then as we were talking and catching up, like he was just giving me really valid advice. And I was like, you know what? Never mind. Like I could, I could use this a little longer. Yeah. So I found I've been finding therapy to be just helpful. It's good talking to somebody who doesn't know, like, isn't biased about mm-hmm. me, or because when we have things that aren't resolved within us, then we start projecting that onto people, mm-hmm. and then we push them away. You know. Yeah. So fair enough. Hurt Felt. people hurt people. Felt. <laughs> right. I know. Therapy is so weird. Because it takes time to really find a therapist that works for you. That works with you. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it feels like a waste of time up until you find that person. But mm-hmm. it is helpful for, for unpacking things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Felt. Therapy. Right, right. Okay. All right. So let me take out a few of them. And I'm just going to have you choose any random one. Like a magic trick. Ooh, what does it say? Okay. What side do you read? The white side? Is it a question? Um, It's a question. Okay. Because the self is nebulous. Oh, look at that. It's that side. Yeah. If I was... So the it's like a it's like a statement you answered. Oh, yeah. If I was the kind of weather, I'd be sunny. Personally, uh, would be sunny. If you'd I was be the sunny. Kind of weather, yeah. Um, like a sunny day. I would say like seventy six degrees. Seventy six. That's yeah. very specific. Yeah, yeah, like not eighty, not two turn, but like in the seventies. Uh huh. Seventy six feels like the perfect temperature. Okay. If I was a piece of furniture, I'd be, mm, I want to say an accent chair. 
Like, yeah, like the cozy corner chair. Like the cozy corner chair. You have to name the cozy corner chair. De- definitely going to have a name after this, right. this first episode. Yeah. If I was to make up a car. Wait, wait, wait. What oh, color accent chair, chair would you be? I'm going to be emerald green. Emerald I love. It's such a sexy color. It is. It's mm. elegant. Yeah. Fun. Grounding. Yeah. I love yep. emerald chairs. Love that. Mm-hmm. If I was a make of a car, I'd be. I would probably. I would be an Audi. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna just say that because I want an Audi Q5. <laughs> Q5 and black. Them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. If I was a piece of music, I'd be. Soul music. I'd be like a Erica Badu track or mm-hmm. Jill Scott. I'd be I a Jill Scott that. track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Damn, this is like, this is really good. Yeah. Are you gonna pull a question? Should I? Yes, I feel like you should. Okay. I'll, I'll do the do same it. thing you do. You do it. You do the honors. On, on her first cozy corner. I'm telling you, this this was really fun. Yeah. I use this because I wasn't in therapy at this time. I used this as my therapy because oh, I, I was like, it it's really helpful. It asks you those tough questions that you kind of need to like unpack within yourself i love these kind of things oops it's a lot of them Mm -hmm. all right i'm gonna pass let's do this one oh damn Mm-hmm. This really is my therapist. Uh-huh. What do you blame your parents for? Wasn't I just Dang. talking about my mommy issues? God, God is on something today. I rebuke it. I rebuke wow, it. not on the first podcast. Right. This is heavy. Right, let's take a sip of this wine, baby. Cheers. <laughs> I feel like now I'm understanding that my parents did their best mm-hmm. and I can't blame them for anything because they really tried and they do love me. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That's real. It's different when you start seeing your parents as human versus like the superhero they're supposed to be for you. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Is these this, cards. All the questions? These cards are heavy. Yeah. This is yeah. all the questions. It also said... So on the back, it gives you advice, yeah. like a therapist would. Yeah. So it says parents have to take a huge share of the blame, of course, but blame can get in the way of better understanding things. Yeah. And parents were themselves subjects to parents and psyches they didn't fully control. Yeah. What do we start to learn and feel when we begin to think of our parents as strangely also themselves victims? Yeah. It's a whole different mindset. It is. I remember when I came back from backpacking, um, my goal was to become close to my mom because mm-hmm. I had like a lot of anger towards her and like resentment for like just different decisions I felt like she made while I was growing up in mm-hmm. my teenage years. Like I kind of felt like she left me hanging in some ways mm-hmm. and, you know. So I was angry at her for it because she was like in a relationship at that time. And then when I moved back, I was like, I want to be close with her. And now I talk to my mom like every single day. Like I call mm-hmm. her in the morning or I call her at some point and she's mm-hmm. become my friend. But I really had to like break through that anger and I had to talk to her about it. And it's not easy with older generations because mm-hmm. especially being people of Caribbean parents, you don't talk about how you feel. You get like, beat. Excuse me? Excuse me? You know, and not talking about the mental stresses, but then she had some, you know? For a lot of them, that's what that's what being a parent is, though. Making sure that you're fed, making sure that you have clothes, and making sure that you go to school. Yeah, because they didn't get the mental and emotional side of like 
you know, parenting. Yeah. So they don't know how to give it. They don't know how to give it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and they my grew up, and especially in the Caribbean, like, in poverty in, in a lot of ways that mm-hmm. we don't have here. You know, like, my, uh, my uncle was pulled out of school at 13 and had mm-hmm. to work on the farm. And, like... My mom, she was given to her grandmother. She wasn't yeah. raised with her mother. So it was mm-hmm. like she has a baby. So it's just so much. So it's really hard to unpack that as we get older. But when we do, there's a lot of freedom in being like, you were just doing what you could. Because mm-hmm. I can't imagine having a kid now. I'd be like, bruh. <laughs> You're on your own. Yeah. All right. We're going to figure this out together. I'm going to give you the best I can. But I'm still figuring this out. And exactly. now you're here. Uh-huh. It's just like, what is a perfect time? With that. I think we got our first podcast done. Cozy Corner. Cozy Corner. This is good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for so us to happy for this. Keep growing on it and, you know. This was this was an idea that's been in my head for a while and I never, like, got into it. Like, yeah. I was just like, I have too much going on, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, your life is literally passing you by. Yeah. Just do it. See what happens. Wow. And then... Maybe this is what your passion is because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So I'm happy that we we did this first episode. We did it. Cheers. Cheers, babe. Thank you, Macy's. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of the Cozy Girl Corner. I can't thank you enough for all your support and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Can't wait to drop the next episode. See you guys then.